You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you when i was i think i was around 30 i actually got denied for life insurance and i know you guys were talking about you know my health right now that i'm probably the best shape now or fitness level now than i was about 30 yeah i was denied just on the basis of having diabetes and that was kind of a wake-up call too saying and i know it's just based on numbers and it's nothing personal but that was one thing it sort of motivated me back then i was like okay well i'm gonna show them you know and they're betting against me but i'm gonna show them that they were wrong in at least my case it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the clip out episode 174. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi, it's been a busy day. Woo! Has it? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know where to go. So, uh, <laughs> you told me you had a plan. I know I did have a plan, and the plan was to make it sound like I didn't have a plan, and right now I'm doing really good at it. You are nailing I am not having a plan. Killing it. So, <laughs> this is not as easy as I make it look. So, uh, what was it? Last week, we teased the fact that we had been working on a big interview we were very excited about. Yes. And uh, I thought maybe this would be a good place to tell them because we're going to air it next week. That's true. This yeah. would be a good place to tell them that. So, uh, so uh, next week, we're going to interview Andrea Barber, a.k.a. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler from Full House. So it turns Scott! out she's a huge Peloton fan. She got one just before COVID kicked into gear. Yes. And so she will tell us all about why she got it, how she got it, how much she loves it. She is, uh, she is positively giddy. About yes. her Peloton. She's one of us, guys. <laughs> She's one of us. So uh, anyway, we were very excited about that. Definitely. And so there's something to look forward to. Andrea Barber from Full House. Absolutely. And Fuller House. And Fuller House. Right. Yes. So and then this week's interview, Eric Goodman. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. Long time coming. I uh, really feel like I should have uh, had this interview like a year and a half ago. <laughs> 
He is one of our most steadfast listeners. He's a difficult get. He is a difficult get. He's such a busy guy. Right. He's such a busy guy. It's because he has the tread and the bike and, and all now the, the tonal. I mean, he poops every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. So, which will make sense when you hear the interview. Just have so, to listen. So, I guess before we get to all that fanciness, what do you have in store for people? I don't even know. Hang on. I. Jeez. Now who's not ready? We are going to talk the investor event and okay. the Apple event, because there's a lot. Dueling events. Yes. And we're going to cover that with John Mills, because who else would we cover it with? Sure. We're also going to have another John on the show. Okay. John Pruitt, a.k.a. Kenny. How do you say it? I always say it wrong. Oh, Kenny Banna? Kenny Banna. Okay. And uh, then we're going to talk about the review from DC Rainmaker about the bike versus the bike plus. And then we have a special guest to discuss Robin's baby news. No, it's not Robin, um, <laughs> but it is a close second. And uh, then we're going to be talking about my take on the new bike boot camps, because I'm sure all of you are just waiting with bated breath to see what I thought. <laughs> okay. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. If you can't, let us know and we'll fix it. Absolutely. And you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group and uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Also, maybe leave a review for us uh, just so people know that they should give us a shot. So we have a new review. I want to hear it. This is from USC Chick or USC Chic. There's no K on the end. So I feel like that could go either way. Sure. I see that. They say love everything about this podcast. I found out about it. From my Zero Dark tribe, now I'm hooked. I love all the variety between the stock market to interviewing members and instructors. Being I'm an OG, I'm sad. I just now found out about this. but ex- Oh, my gosh. But ecstatic now that I have. I look forward to it each week. And their leaderboard name is Authority to Slay. And that's the number two. And then S-L-A-Y, like you're killing people, not like you're Santa. Well, I'm glad that they're... I want to say I'm glad they're killing people, but I well, think no. they're killing it on the I bike. I think that's what they mean. I think that's what they yes. mean. So, uh, so thank you very much for yes. the for the nice words. We greatly appreciate it. And what else? Oh, you can uh, sign up for our newsletter where you'll get links and all sorts of stuff sent right to your email every week. I even sent it out this week. She even sent it out this week. You can sign up for that at theclipout.com. And if you want to see this show instead of just listen to it, that's great, too. You can do that at youtube.com slash the clip out. While you're there, be sure and subscribe to that channel as well. There's all of that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton stock ticker. So uh, joining us to talk about all the business things in the world of Peloton is John Mills from Run, Lift, Live. Hey, John, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> An- <laughs> another super crazy week. Were you watching the Apple and the Peloton at the same time? It's crazy. I was working, watching Apple's event and watching Peloton's Investor Day all at the same time. All at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. I was crazy multitasking. Me too. Not that that really works. 
I know, right? Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know about you, but I got really crabby because I was like, oh, this is too much. This is too much. <laughs> I did it to myself. I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, I can't listen to this. Turn that yeah. off. Oh, I got to listen to that. Turn Stop it back on. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> so what should we start with? The Apple stuff or the investor event? Let's. I think we need to dive into Apple. What do okay. you think? What do you guys think? I think that because I feel like the investor event was almost a reaction to that, even though they happened simultaneously. So I agree. I agree. Let's start with Apple. Okay. So okay. So the big thing is, I mean, the big drop was Fitness Plus. Uh, that yes. was the big thing, which I'm sure that's why Peloton decided to have their event on the exact same day. First off, can we stop with the pluses? I know. Disney Plus, <laughs> Bike Plus, <laughs> Apple, Apple Fitness Plus. Tread uh, Plus. The, Tread Plus. This week, uh, CBS All Access announced they're changing their name to Paramount Plus. Oh, man. Like, it's like, okay, we get it. Find a new oh, you thing. Know, I wasn't thinking of, of it like industry based. I was thinking plus. Apple does plus. Is this a merger thing? <laughs> no. I think Light plus, tread plus, Apple plus. I, th- I think it's safe to say this is not a merger thing. Uh, well, we if we if we had any doubts last week, we know for sure now yes. this is not a merger. Right. <laughs> it, it's funny, you know, I had run a poll in, in my group because we were like, well, you can see that Apple announced their event at like know, three or four p.m. Uh, on the eighth, and then literally within three four hours of that, Peloton announces their event. So it looked like it was a reaction. So, we, but I wasn't sure. So we put a poll in there: Is this coincidence? <laughs> is this defensive, like as a reaction, or is there some type of joint thing happening here? Right. And everybody in my group, like seventy percent of them, are like, "Oh, there's something going on. There's a reaction. This is <laughs> this is a collaboration. This is that's what right? I thought." Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people did. And when we had our Zoom call last week, this came up and John, you were there and obviously Tom and I were there. And a big thing was people were like, well, it could be that like it's going to be like talking about the Apple Watch and how it connects and like just kind of demonstrating that. But no, it wasn't. It was just, oh, yeah, Apple is taking on Peloton head to head. We're going to bring in this digital platform. It's going to be $9.99 a month, making sure to be cheaper than Peloton. We have our own instructors and we have a huge variety of workouts that you can do i think it was fascinating <laughs> i think it's fascinating for not, not only that they're producing uh digital content but in that it's directly integrated with the watch so if you have fitness plus apple fitness plus and you start a class on your ipad or your iphone or your apple tv it instantly starts the metrics on your watch and starts displaying them on whatever that device is you started it on. So I have just had so many people reach out to me with reactions and it's like this range of reactions. I've had people reach out to me and say, this is stupid. Apple is like making a giant mistake here because, you know, everybody's going to be on a different kind of equipment. How are those instructors going to be able to call out any kind of information that's meaningful when they don't know what kind of equipment you're on. And that goes right. from a range from that to, oh, my God, Peloton better get their shit together because Apple is coming for them and hard. And it's like this this like range. People are insane about this. Right. I think that first kind of that issue that you explained, I think, is one of the pros and benefits that Peloton just has because of how they've integrated all these various layers of their platform. Like and I think. That's an issue with a lot of the you know digital vendors. I think Apple just will likely be able to do this better because they just got 
a larger swath of people that are already using their hardware, right? And then if if this is just going to be a part of a package, and you can see it how the way, the way they priced it, right? Like it's nine ninety nine a month, or we've got these three packages, and fitness comes with the highest price one, which is twenty nine ninety nine a month. And if you just purchase, you know, two or three of those, you're already doing the most expensive package. You might as well go with the most expensive package. So the way they price it, it's like people are likely going to have it anyway. Even if they never use it. Even if they never use it. Yeah. I mean, considering their user base, if like a quarter of a percent use it, they'll have more subscribers than Peloton. Yeah, that's right? insane. I mean, so, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. They'll have a lot of accidental, unintended subscribers. And right. but I don't I just don't get what the big deal is. I feel like this sounds like Apple Music and Spotify all over it again. Is. It is. And, that. It is. And but but also if they don't have equipment at some point, I think people want to gr- are going to want to graduate. Like if you if they're not fitness minded before and they get fitness minded and they're going to want to add equipment, I think the obvious place to go for equipment right now, especially if you're an Apple user, because I think you're predisposed to liking tech. And right is to Peloton. Yeah. Now, that's interesting because I feel like this isn't really for people who are super fit. I feel like this is for people who like want they like the idea of working out, but they haven't committed to that yeah. lifestyle yet. Mm-hmm. So and I don't think this product will get them to commit. I think it's I think this is. All of the things that have failed throughout the years because it's because a, it's not engaging. It's a digital clothes hanger. It absolutely <laughs> it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. But but I think the real question comes down to will they pair with a hardware maker somewhere down the road? Because now that is a whole different story altogether. Yeah, I think if well, they brought in their own equipment, I think that'd be different. But until they right. have their own equipment, I just feel like this is the people that are going to opt for this were probably never thinking about Peloton in any way. Anyway. That's where I struggle with it. Like I see both sides of this yeah. and there's a contention point in my mind with it. So there are folks that are looking at a price point that is below what it would be to get into a Peloton bike currently. And so those are the folks that in today's world go buy a bike by one of the icon brands a Bowflex or one of those, or they go buy like one of the Nordic track brands. I'm sorry, not of the brands. And those bikes tend to be under a grand, right? right? And then once they buy those bikes, then they just use their iPad or what have you to then get a smaller, cheaper subscription to do the class on one of these lower cost bikes. I see this as potentially disrupting that, right? Okay. But then on the other hand, my mind goes to, well, I guess the iPhone user, I don't, their socioeconomic kind of place. Is that that person that's looking for that bike? Right. Because they might be on the higher end because typically, I mean, you can't say it as much anymore because Apple is so ingrained into our society. But but when Apple first appeared on the scene, it was absolutely trendy. It's early adopters. It's people with money. It's especially iPhone. Like, that's why so many Peloton users, especially at the beginning, less so now. But it was like they were almost they were almost exclusively Apple Apple owners. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, this this is going to be interesting. Just a little behind the curtains. We can see it in our download metrics. We can we can tell whether you download from an (laughs) Apple device or an or an an Android device. And (laughs) Apple kicks the living shit 
Yeah. I mean, any other device. It's very clear to me why Peloton has not given a crap about Android users. I mean, because yeah. I, I can see it in our own metrics. So yeah. totally. Well, that would suggest to, the, to your point, like that's not going to be that person that's, that's looking for the, the Icon Nautilus branded bike. So they're more likely going to buy a Peloton. But I again, I see those folks. I wonder, my mind wonders what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. right. Like, what are they, the folks, those folks in that space that also have like a digital platform because they both do Nautilus and Nordatrack and Echelon. They all have digital platforms right. as well. Like, what is that going to do? Uh, Echelon's digital platform is on Blackberry. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, they've partnered with Motorola Razor. <laughs> so, my question then. My hypothetical is um, so that Peloton was very excited about their Apple Watch integration. Does Apple start to do things to disrupt stuff like that? Oh, wow. I know. I thought the, the same. It depends on how deep and their intent is. I'm still not clear. Before that announcement, I thought the fitness plus product was going to be kind of just an add on throw on the, you know, throw on the pile of yeah, like an afterthought services. Yeah. Afterthought. It looks like it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. So I don't know how, how deep are they really willing to go with this? Yeah. If, if we start getting into working with hardware vendors, then I would start thinking the same thing. Yeah. Now I don't know if they have any sort of FTC issues with, with shutting them out. Cause I know that they, they tried to block right. Spotify from the app store and then that became its own thing. And then it was like they charged extra to be in the app store. So it was like Spotify was like $2 a month more and then Spotify lowered their prices just to absorb right. that cost. And so there's been lots of lots of fisticuffs there. So it, that this will be interesting to see how this plays out. Yes, it will. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to see how this I'm really interested to see if this has any impact on Peloton's digital price point. Now, John Foley kind of talked about that the other day during. And so we'll switch. This is a great segue to switch over to the Peloton event because he gave a, a long meandering answer that was great. And I, I don't say that to any disrespect. Like it was just that I kind of like didn't memorize any of it until he got to the point where he was like, he kind of was like, yeah, that's cute. But they said they're going to update their classes once a week. And once we bring the new London studio completely online, we're going to be having 50 classes a day for $3 more a month. And I just kind of was like, and there's his mic drop. And he yeah. was like, I'm good. And I, I think we're I think where Apple's going to struggle in this battle is Apple has a lot. Of, they're they're fighting a war on a lot of fronts. They are. And, right? and, and you know what? They're not going to want their instructors to be superstars the way Peloton does because Apple is the superstar right not anybody that works for them yeah and so if you're Apple you're worried you know you're worried about Netflix and and Hulu because Apple TV and you're worried about Android because of your operating system and because of your devices and you're worried you have all these different areas you're if you're Apple music you're worried about Spotify you have all these different little range wars that you're fighting where Peloton's fighting one. Right. right? And so right. I honestly like I I don't think Apple's position all that well, even though they're super huge and they've got all the money in the world. I just think that the people at Peloton go to work every day with one goal in mind. Right. And the people at Apple, even though they have different departments and I know the people in Apple TV don't have to worry about Apple fitness, but the higher ups do. And I just think that's where they're going to struggle. 
I think that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. And that's where I, I still kind of wonder, I see this space as one that can fit a lot of folks and a lot of people can succeed in it. And so that's where I wonder a little where they're truly trying to be a part of this space and they're trying to, to grow it or if they're they're jumping in as a means to just get a cut of subscription and be able to promote their higher tiered package. I kind of think it's that. I kind of do too. I feel like it's like we don't have to do all that much to scoop up this extra revenue. Like you said, if we get if we get two percent of our users to buy in, it's right a billion dollars. Right. Right. And then that's kind of where I'm still my mind's kind of there. I don't know. But it was intriguing watching the intent there. I mean, with any other platform, you don't get that type of metric integration. So that's where I thought, you know, with, without having like Peloton has the hardware software kind of all um, working as one. If you're just using a digital platform of any other company, you don't get that type of integration with the metrics, the watch. They even got like a leaderboard based on your burn rate. Yeah, so, but it, I just don't know how accurate it can be when they don't know what machine you're on or how oh, yeah. you know, all, all they're basing that on is your heart rate and, and right. what, what you type into those metrics. I, Right. And that's still helpful. I just don't think it's as deep as like the metrics we get for Peloton. Like it's just like a little tiny drop in the bucket compared to the metrics that we're getting. But it's still a fair point. You know, it's still something right. that's cool and uh, and unique. I agree. I agree. I, I think it will have an impact to those other players. But I, I absolutely agree with that. And personally, I think Peloton's the cooler brand right now. Oh, pff, for oh, sure. Than Apple oh, is. I, I oh. just, and I think there's also... I don't know, just a peer pressure element because Peloton's kind of reached this tipping point in the pop culture consciousness of like, well, I've already got four or five friends that have Pelotons that rave about it. And do I want to? It's interesting that you could really look at Apple Fitness and describe it as, do I want to cheap out and go the Apple route or do I want to spend a little bit more money and go the Peloton route? Yeah. So I do want to spend a little bit of time on the Peloton event because I know that it wasn't as sexy as Apple because we had heard a lot of the information on the earnings call. But I thought it was interesting that they went deeper. And I also thought uh, they were a little more open about some things like I loved seeing all of the slides that they showed. In fact, um, I'm going to bring up some pictures here and we won't spend a ton of time talking about them, but I just want to. Uh, show them. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there were some. They said some some key things in there that I think are very interesting. Like where they were in the past and, and on the earnings call, they talked in generalities. But if you're really kind of watching and listening to what they were saying in that event, there were some interesting points. Yeah, this one struck me as fascinating off the top of my head, just because like, look at how the household income has shifted since 2014. Right. I mean, that right. is phenomenal. I mean, just right. just absolutely like my like math brain is like, whoa, that's really cool to look at. I have no idea how to read this. OK, so 2014 is on the bottom and it shows okay. that like 40 percent were making like 200,000 plus. OK, so now go to 2020 and only 20,000. I mean, excuse me, only 20 percent or 200,000. OK, so when, so when John Foley talks about the democratization of of fitness, they're making it happen they, in real time. They are making strides right. towards that. I, I mean, serious 
strides towards And I think it's interesting that along the top they have the population because that's clearly their goal. They're trying to be mirroring that. And then I thought this one was interesting because it talks about how their TAM has increased over time. And honestly, John, this one's a little bit over my head as far as like how to explain it. So this one was really interesting for me. What's a TAM? Yeah, so that's your total addressable market. So that would be like across the world, the number of folks that fall within whatever your metrics are for the demographic you're looking so potential consumers actually yes. buy your okay buy. yes but they may not be interested sure, in sure. buying but it you have never marketed to them you might not even be in their geography with your product right the tam so that's way that's high high right okay but it kind of boils in this thing further and further down as you further qualify it down to your serviceable addressable market so now that's people that are in your geographies that you where you're at and they've expressed an interest and you're right, right. You're now, now you're into a true core of people that could, if you advertised well enough, could potentially buy your product. Okay. And that's that, that's that lowest line where you're at 15 million. Yeah. So okay. basically, you know, the way I heard her explain this is that that number has increased significantly and right. that, that Sam has gone up a 43% growth over 2019. Right. Like that's insane. Oh yeah. That's some good stuff. And then and then that bottom section with that the red box kind of indicates where they I I've identified that over the years where not only are these uh customers buying the product once, many of them are buying the same product twice. <laughs> right. Right. And so now they've got two subscription out of a household. So now they're going, if we factor that into everything, it's not really even fifteen million, it's more like twenty million. Right. Yeah. And you're about to see that go up, right? Because all these people that are getting rid of the bike to get the bike plus. Exactly. Uh, And then there was some interesting uh, thoughts about their infrastructure. I mean, people have talked about all the things that have happened with like XPO. I mean, that's just been I I don't need to go into that. Everybody knows XPO. It's like a horrible bad word. But this is showing that they're creating infrastructure. So they're hoping to have seven distribution centers in fiscal year 21. That's huge. And they said that they will be able to get to, they will be able to service 95% of their people within 24 to 48 hours when this is done. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, sorry, John. Did yeah. you have anything to add on that one? I didn't mean to. No, no, no. That I think that was. I think you're going to some of the things I was going to align to it. I see them coming up in the slides. So no. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one was just kind of cool to look at because it's some of the things that they've built to test things. So I don't have a lot to add to it. So if there's anything you wanted to add, this was just cool to look at. Well, it talked about they have three quality centers that they've built out in Taiwan. They're building out in Taiwan. I think one is coming. And in those quality centers, they they also do R&D. And so I thought that was fascinating that they're not only building out these centers for producing the product, but for how they quality assure those products as well. So I think that was some of those images of those centers. And we should say, if you want to see these images, I know we're podcast. We're doing our best to keep it talky but uh if you want to see them uh, swing on by our youtube channel youtube.com slash the clip out thanks for that reminder tom they have a a new center that's coming on i believe is shenzhen is that how you say that and uh it's three floors and this is one of their centers that's going to be quality development and office space and it's it's a beautiful center if you didn't get a chance to to see it 
Okay, Shenzhen. That's Shenji. That's how you say it. Um, and then there's a picture here of their three their three quality labs. And then I thought this was just kind of cool. This is the the Shinji new factory that's opening in December of 2020. Also fascinating, 1.5 million unit capability. Wow. In a year. In a year. I also think it's fascinating. I know that the the listeners can't necessarily see this, but the pictures of these buildings, like these don't look like factories. This was dirt a year ago, yeah, he like, said. Like these, <laughs> these buildings are, are beautiful. They and are. They're not, oh, like, yeah. when, they're when not I, what you think of when you think factory. Yeah, when I think factory, I think something, it's very much... You know, function over form, and I think square boxes and very industrial. And these have a lot of unique architectural aspects to the aesthetically pleasing aspects to them that you would not expect from something industrial. Right. On on that one topic, I found really interesting is so that's the new Magtonic factory, which is the company that that Peloton owns, and so and that's the factory they're saying they're opening in December. Um, which will be able to produce to 1.5 million units. And they also have a partner in Rexon that they use. But I, what I found real interesting that William Lynch said on the cause, he also said he hinted towards they were going to be working with a third. Uh-huh. So I found that interesting as well. Like they're building this out to where they won't, you know, they'll be able to provide and produce, you know, towards their future. Here. It's fascinating. I know that we need to to wrap up just to move forward, but um, I thought this was really a cool slide. And again, I know that you guys on um, that are just listening can't see it, but this slide talks about how their strides with music, like what the numbers are for the existing collaborations they've done this year. And I was absolutely shocked to see these numbers on a slide next to each other. I mean, Whitney Houston, yeah. 445,000 workouts to wow. date. And Grateful Dead, 40,000. Britney Spears, 770,000. I'm not going to read them all, but get this, guys. Prince, which they knew was a huge one, 715,000 workouts. And they they just did that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These are all just since July. (laughs) And they spoke about doing a lot more artist series this fall. And they talked about artists and managers trying to hit them up to do these series. Um, And they also talked about how they've got the largest catalog. I didn't, I don't understand how this part works, but they talked about how they have the largest catalog of music in the connected fitness industry, as if the other competitors have to go through a similar process, but they don't have approval to pay the play the same. I think they're not willing to spend the money to get the same (laughs) catalog. Right. So I, I, I think that, uh, that's what you're seeing is the, and, and I know people are saying with Apple Fitness, oh, Apple has access to all this music. Well, I mean, if you want to listen to your own Apple music while you work out, you can absolutely do that. But in terms of I'm pretty sure if they wanted to incorporate it in some sort of connected fitness thing, that's a totally different music license. Yeah, because all of the rest of the connected fitness, what they're doing is doing radio stations. That's what almost Got everybody it. else is doing. Yeah. So they are correct. And it will be fascinating. I think that was. Yeah. I, OK. Yeah, that was that's fascinating. I also heard William Lynch say that they're fast becoming making their mark as one of the most important players in the music industry. And I've been saying that for years. Yes, I mean, Tom called that since almost our first episode. Totally. I was like, why aren't record labels working Peloton the same way they right. work radio stations? Well, they are now. Yeah. And, and Peloton officially now. said that. So that is crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so any other big things that we missed, John? 
the things that where John Foley was talking about um, other categories coming, I think I think you guys kind of heard that. Um, oh, when I can't remember his name, uh, Tom Cortez, yes, the, uh, the COO, when he talked about those six dampers that are underneath the tread platform of the new tread. Like, so there's like some type of shock absorber. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, under yeah. That totally, totally. Like, I found that interesting. Like, I didn't know how that worked. I knew they said it was going to be more comfortable, but. Well, and it'll be interesting to see what it's like, like, you know, in use, you know, that it's like, right. I'm super curious about that. That's going to be fascinating to test right. it out. And I guess another thing is where they said that, you know, new instructors and they talked about, William Lynch talked about strength yoga and meditation yes and uh for anybody wondering on those lines strength is by far their most popular growth and meditation is right behind it they also mentioned that they are looking at the body the the fitness as the whole body so i think that was another veiled hint toward the possible nutrition that might be coming and for anybody saying they don't have enough tread classes, I just got to say, nobody's taking the run classes comparatively. So if you guys want them to have more run classes, y'all need to run and keep it up. That's a good point, because they made a point in the call to talk about. And I think that was also William Lynch, who said they're sitting on top of a mountain of in programming information, like as if there's the huge value to the, the, the analytics they're getting out of what people want to do when they want to do it. And then he talked about how that factoring into their cap, their content. So, I mean, I think we kind of knew that. Yeah, but, but it's his thing that, that data is super important because if you think about it in the there's never been a way in the past to actually know what workouts people are doing. Like you've been able to right. tell have people say what workouts they want to do or what workouts right. they 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 want you to think that they do. But Peloton actually knows what you're doing, how much time you're spending on it, how hard you're doing it, how not hard you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like they they have they have workout metrics that that in the history of mankind, we've never been able to calculate before. Right. And they and he spoke to it like that is that those metrics, that data is value. Like I I took that that from from that data long term, I think, will be. Is superbly important or supremely important because at some point you can marry that kind of data to other health criteria to start trying to figure out if you did this kind of workout. Do those people have fewer heart attacks? Do they have less cancer? Well, do I, they have, I mean, I think yeah. that's where they're headed with this yeah. health and wellness council. I think that's what we're yeah. seeing. You're, you're seeing them head to this this holistic view of how can we use this to better people's Health and lifestyle. So, Tom, I think you are, are are dead on. The other interesting thing is we didn't cover with the Apple part of it, just to bring it full circle, is now Apple is going to have that same data. And they're going to have it across more verticals because they have rowing workouts. They have bike workout. They have everything. Yeah. So... Right. That's going to be interesting as well. Absolutely. Well, um, Absolutely. thank you so much for for hanging out with us again. Before you go, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Facebook at my Run, Lift and Live page or Run, Lift and Live group. They can find me on Instagram at Run, Lift and Live or on my webpage at runliftandlive.com. As awesome. always, thank you so much, yes, John. This has been awesome. Always good seeing you guys. Likewise. Say hi to that grandbaby and Erica, of course. <laughs> I will. In that order. In that order. Yeah. <laughs> Talk, to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses 
and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. New content. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is past guest John Pruitt. And hello. He is already in possession of a bike plus. Yes. And he's going to give us his thoughts and a little guided tour. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Good Likewise. to see you too. Um, From so what I understand, I've, you were like number one to get this bike. Uh, one of the first, it seems. Yeah. We got it on Saturday and um, just kind of got lucky. I, I had another bike that I had gotten at the beginning of, of quarantine. Uh, we got a second bike and almost immediately we were having issues with it, but then we were stuck. I was stuck with it because yeah. I couldn't That's return funny. it. They couldn't swap it. So I got lucky because they honored the 30 day, you know, refund policy after they took the old one. So just it lucked out with that, getting it that quick. Awesome. awesome. So I've ridden it a few times now. My wife, Jackie, has ridden it a few times. And so just little things that I've noticed, just like good to know, uh, yeah. FYI. So the back of the tablet. So we hardwire our bikes. Uh, just for a more stable connection. So you don't get that spinning wheel all the time. Sure. So I was scrambling, looking for the ethernet port on the new monitor and I couldn't <laughs> figure out where it was. And I thought maybe it's just, you can only connect Wi-Fi, but there's a USB C connection right here in the back. It's the third from the bottom. You need a USB C ethernet adapter, which I got 17 bucks, Amazon prime, but that's how you 
If you want to run it through Ethernet, which I recommend if you have that ability, just a stronger connection. Ooh, love it. Um, The speed, the Ethernet, uh, whatever they did with their Ethernet Wi-Fi card, it can handle much faster speeds now. So when I go in and do like a speed test, it's blazing. And on the other bike, you know, it might go up to say... 100 megabytes per second it'll just like max out but this wow like and this is with this is with comcast xfinity you know gigapower service but i mean it's just like the other bike speed tests it'll go to like 100 here wow so it's just kind of cool so so what did it get up to 600 okay just for people listening yeah for (laughs) the old old bike so hopefully that translates to less connectivity issues for folks, especially with a lot of people on Wi-Fi, the resistance knob. So the resistance knob now, it just spins freely. So with that electronic, you know, the digital sensor down here, when you turn it, you kind of hear, or you might feel sort of like a slight vibration in the frame. And that's just the sensor now doing its thing. Um, there's kind of like an, a little extra piece here, I guess that's part of the hardware. But when I say it spins freely, there's no more like turning it all the way to the left and then it stops at you know the minimum resistance or turning it all. It just it'll just keep spinning and spinning. Like a newer car stereo's radio or a, a volume knob. There you go. Yeah. There do you, you still do you still press on it to stop it if you want? Yep. So okay. it still has the normal the normal like push down to break. Okay. Um, yep, that's still the same. The calibration process. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna actually like pull up the screen because then I have to like either have to do the calibration or like turn off the tablet and restart it. But basically, okay. with the so when they you know set the bike down, plugged it in, the first thing it did was it did like it gave you this calibration screen, um, which is maybe 30 seconds, and it just you you hear the resistance sensor at the bottom here doing its thing. Let me flip back around. You see like the resistance sort of moved up and down as it's checking the calibration, but it's super simple, straightforward process. If you ever need to like do it yourself, you just go into the settings here in the upper right-hand corner. The settings menu is a little different. And then you hit home installation and then it'll just give you a calibration screen, start calibration, very like straightforward process. I love um, that. That's that's so easy for people to use. That's so much better than like you you have to like have a calibration kit and tools and <laughs> yeah, and put that thing on the knob and then do the thirty turns a quarter. Yeah, so yeah. very straightforward, user friendly. Awesome. Um, so for right now, the workout I've noticed the rides and floor content I've done on the new bike plus that my wife has done. If you look at your workout history in the peloton app for some reason it labels those workouts as being on the app even Mm -hmm. though it shows your metrics it's just probably a a weird thing peloton hasn't added like it's not the bikes fully not in the system or something i don't know but nothing to be worried about um all the stats are still in there if you click on the individual workouts there is a i'll flip back so you can see the bike again Um, now with the camera up here there's a little slide so if you you know, or a private person, you're worried about someone spying, uh, you can just slide it over. That covers the lens. 
I love that that's built in. Yeah, me too. I love that it's a, it's a little physical toggle because I know so many people get really worried about if someone can, if they can somehow watch you. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's unhackable, right? Like it's just you slide the knob and you're good. Right. Yeah. And I would say if someone wants to, you know, I just leave mine open. So if someone wants to spy on me, I say, enjoy the show. <laughs> um, anyways. Okay. So down at the bottom, like small detail, but I just like noticed these little things. So the feet, the front and back, there's no more middle stabilizer foot the way there used to be on the the previous bike. So you just have the two outer stabilizer feet, which I I think is better anyway, because I think using the middle one makes it a little more wobbly in my opinion. Okay. Okay. That's great. Um, The handlebar design, obviously this middle part, it's a little bit wider and it doesn't point up as much. Mm-hmm. Just like a subtle difference. I just noticed when I'm, you know, like stretching, I put my leg up there. I just have to like move it over a little bit, a little higher up in the corner there. <laughs> um, Apple Watch. So I don't have an Apple Watch, but my wife does. And there's this little sort of when you enter a class, whether it's on demand or it's live, you'll get this little Apple Watch pop up, like drop down right here. It'll, a, if you don't have an Apple Watch, it'll go away automatically. Don't worry. Don't freak out like I did tapping vigorously trying to get it to go away because I I thought it was going to be stuck there the entire ride. It eventually just goes away when the ride begins. Um, I I did check to see if there was like a setting to turn that off to look for it, but there isn't. So just a general FYI. So that's pretty much it. One last uh, parting thought. It's definitely harder than our previous (laughs) bike, than than our current bike that we still have here and the one that it replaced. So I had to work on, on Saturday that Alex pop ride that I did. I was like working a lot harder just to get somewhere near uh, where I usually am on the leaderboard. So that's going to get that'll be an adjustment. Wow. And it's but it'll, very, it'll be, very smooth. It'll be interesting to see over time. Like I, your experience is that it's, it's harder. I wonder if some people will have the opposite experience because it was kind of apples to oranges previously. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely this will most certainly level the playing field, which I know a lot of people have, you know, been clamoring for, for a while. Uh, Totally. Well, thank you. Super sturdy, smooth. Love it so far. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little tour of it. We greatly appreciate that. Absolutely, guys. Where can people find you if you would like to be found? They can find me on Insta, just John Pruitt. That's my public Instagram page. Uh, That's, yeah. Or Facebook. And your leaderboard name? Leaderboard name is Kenny Banya, Kenny (laughs) underscore Banya, B-A-N-I-A. The high five king. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. All right, y'all. Good to see you. It was good to see you too. Bye. Bye. So uh, joining us today via ZoomTube uh, is Ariel Levin. You might remember her from, uh, I forget the episode number, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I should have looked that up (laughs) a long, long time ago. She was a guest. She talked about horses. Yes. Yes. And and so you are super involved with Robin's tribe. And that's what was swagger for anybody out there who doesn't know. I don't know how they couldn't. Yeah. Well, we're so, the Sweat with Swagger crew now because we right. have to change it from Tribe. Right. Okay. Yeah. right. That's right. Sorry. Yes. I'm yeah. get myself in trouble. Uh, but I, I am an admin for the Sweat with Swagger crew, along with Mel and a few other awesome ladies. Awesome. Well, obviously, Robin had a big announcement last week, and uh, we thought uh, you would want to talk to us about it a little yeah, bit. Tell us a little bit about her journey and the announcement. 
Yeah, for sure. So I think when she initially announced that she was, you know, going through freezing her eggs, we were all just super supportive of her. Sure. I think anyone in her position, you know, to make such a huge decision like that, it's the smartest thing to do. Like she's the face of the biggest fitness company in the world right now. So you know, that a baby can disrupt your entire life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were all just super supportive of her. I'm really happy to hear now that her journey was successful and that she's expecting a baby. And her and Drew are going to be the best parents ever. <laughs> were you on the ride when she announced it? I was. And something crazy. I was like, Robin's birthday is coming up this Sunday, September 20th. And my brother had walked in the room like maybe two minutes into the ride. And I was like, you know what? Robin's like turning 40 soon, which is going to be next year. She's probably going to have a baby sometime within the next year or two. And then like 15 minutes later into the ride, she announces it. And I broke down. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> I'm 22. I don't want a baby <laughs> like right now, possibly ever. But something about just following her journey and like she means so much to all of us. It really just made me emotional. Like I'm so happy for her. I know you know, if you follow Robin and if you have been following her for a while, you know that she wants a kid. Like she has always wanted a kid. She talks about feeding it hustle for breakfast and <laughs> like carrying on the legacy of her family. And again, if you took that ride, like, you know, her a little bit about her mom's story and their journey. And it's just awesome to see that they're going to be able to continue that legacy. It absolutely is. Oh, gosh, that's so exciting. I'm glad you were able to be on the ride. I mean, you're, you're so involved with the, the crew, with Robin. It's great for all of her fans that were there. And I know you were not the only one to get emotional. I got a lot of messages that a lot of people were <laughs> <Yeah>. emotional. <laughs> the, the Sweat with Swagger crew page was going crazy. Like everyone I, I was bet. just internally combusting for her <laughs> so do you know if there's been any uh any any talk or any feedback about like how deep into her pregnancy she plans on teaching um i'm not sure about that i did sure. watch her instagram stories yesterday and i know she said like she is certified and i'm not sure of like the exact certification name but she has the certification that enables her to teach pregnant women and okay. postpartum women. So she has like some sort of certification. And I just know, like, we all know Peloton is so amazing about that. And they're going to do everything by the books. Like knowing Robin, she would probably work out until the day before she gives birth. But I'm sure she is going to, you know, play it safe, follow it by the books and do everything to the best of her abilities while kicking our asses in the meantime. <laughs> now, do we know how far along in her pregnancy she is? I I don't think she mentioned an exact date, but she did say she's in the second trimester. 
So okay. again, okay. I haven't had a baby. I don't know what that means in terms of weeks, but um, <laughs> yeah. That, that means I she's think- she's probably um, past 12 weeks. So, you know, it doesn't mean that she's, it could mean she's 13 weeks. It could mean any, any place after that. But uh, that's typically the time period that people will announce their pregnancy because that's like the most crucial time period of a pregnancy is that first right. 12 weeks. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm. I, again, I'm just so excited for her. And I don't know if you've met her husband, Drew, but he is Mm -hmm. awesome, too. And they are going to be some badass parents. And that (laughs) baby, (laughs) that baby is going to be one cute baby. It's just going to come running out of the womb. Mm -hmm. It's going to be ready for some Tabata the next day. (laughs) (laughs) If the kid ever wants to... If the kid ever wants to rebel, he or she can take after me. That's what, that's what rebellion will look like in that household. Imagine it not wanting anything to do with fitness. Right. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, before uh, we let you go, just remind everybody about your group and where they can find it and all that yeah. stuff. Okay, so we are the Sweat with Swagger crew on Facebook, and I think we have like 13,000 members there. Nice. So we all love Robin. We do group rides. We share her iconic motivational quotes, and it's just basically a Robin love fest over there. (laughs) (laughs) We all love her. We're so inspired by her, and we're really excited to see how she's going to progress through this pregnancy journey and I just I'm like so I'm I'm excited to see how her body changes and you know how she is able to continue working out and pushing us while she's pregnant I think it's going to be awesome yeah and just think just in time for bike plus uh, Peloton unveils instructor plus <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. They should like that. <laughs> I think Peloton might sue me. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. We really appreciate it. It was great to see you again, Ariel. And uh, you too. Thank you. I'm for- like dripping sweat out here. It's yeah. like 100 degrees in South Florida. So. Go inside in the air conditioning. Yeah. yeah a horse and, uh, for us. Go back. <laughs> Bye. Cool. See, Bye. See you later. Have a good Bye. one. You, you too. too. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us today, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couple Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. She's got a long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written Four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, Dr. Jen, hi. Hello. Well, thank you for having me on the show. Oh. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. So, uh, you were uh, making an Instagram post recently. I was. And got to thinking, this could be a Dr. Jen thing. I did, yeah. It's funny, I went down a rabbit hole. Yes. Because I started thinking about it. And then it got way deeper than I think it it was meant to be. So, so here's the quote. Remember, most of your stress comes from the way you respond, not the way life is. Adjust your attitude. Change how you see things. Look for the good in all situations. Take the lesson and find new opportunities to grow. Let all the extra stress, worrying, and overthinking go. And my first thought was, yes, I need to let go. I need to just accept. And my second thought was, 
well, isn't that really just giving up? And wait, where's the line? How do you know what's giving up versus accepting what is happening? (laughs) And these are a great series of questions. And the first thing that comes to my mind is there was a uh, psychiatrist named Viktor Frankl who wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. That's an amazing book. And Viktor Frankl was a Jew who was in he was in the concentration camps in during the Holocaust. And what happened was when he got out, he managed to survive. And as a psychiatrist, he really was fascinated by that. He felt that there were two groups of people who survived the camps and that he looked at one group that really deteriorated afterwards and did not function well versus the groups of people who managed to survive it and then go on to live good lives and who were able to overcome. And what he found was that the difference between the two groups was that the ones that were able to overcome, that their belief system was, I cannot control that, well, they're in this concentration camp, I cannot control what the guard does, I cannot control that I'm in a concentration camp, but what I can control is how I respond to it. So it really was a game changer in their psychological state that they were able to survive the most horrific of conditions and were able to shift their thinking in a way that allowed them to later go on and not only survive, but ultimately thrive. And I think that that's really such a great life lesson that we go through all these things. Right now, we're in a pandemic. A lot of people are losing their jobs. A lot of families are suffering. A lot of people are really struggling with depression and anxiety. And one of the things that we can do is to say, okay, I accept these circumstances. We don't really have much of a choice with a lot of them. I accept that this is what is right now. I may not like it, but I accept that this is what is. And now my job is to figure out how do I cope with that? And how do I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go into this with the best possible attitude that I can have, that I cannot control what's happening, but I can control my internal experience. And when I struggle with that, I will try to utilize tools, whether it's therapy, whether it's talking to a friend or meditating. And, you know, obviously on Peloton, there are tons of great meditations about changing your mindset. And, you know, there's one I did a couple of weeks ago that was about like emotions and kind of regulating your emotions. So we have a lot of tools at our disposal, fortunately, even though these are very difficult, tricky times. So I'm just interested to hear your thoughts on for the people that were in the concentration camp, both Mm -hmm. groups in this sample set, for lack of a better term, make it out. Yes. Why is it the ones with the better attitude do better when they're out? I would think that both groups would be like, hooray, we we ran the gauntlet and made it through the other side. So why, why did if they both kind of ended up in the same place, which is living through this awful thing? Yeah. Why, why does the less the does the worse attitude, for lack of a better phrase, sure. end up? just kind of not reassimilating as as well? Well, you ask a great question. I think a lot of it has to do with how we deal with trauma, because obviously there's nothing more traumatic that I personally could think of than than surviving a concentration camp because you watch. Yeah, it's right up there. Yeah, (laughs) you've probably been physically and emotionally abused to the extreme. You've witnessed people that you have formed attachments to be harmed, be killed. So a lot of it is how we process 
process trauma. And there's some people who have more vulnerabilities because of historic trauma or because of their psychological makeup or because maybe they haven't been exposed to therapy or tools that might help them to shift into a better mindset. So to me, that's probably the difference. I think there are a lot of factors, but I think that those are probably some of the most significant ones between the two groups where some just became so debilitated by their depression or anxiety or PTSD, which is 100% understandable. There's nothing worse than you can witness or experience. But this other group is quite fascinating. And and in the book, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl divides the book into two halves. The first half was talking about his experiences in the camps. And then the second half was all about kind of this concept of this mindset that one needs to have to survive life effectively and to thrive. That's fascinating. I was also thinking when you were, you know, listing the awful things that can happen to you there, I would I would also I can't even imagine like beyond the things that you would witness, just the constant fear of you never know when it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like you're just a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The level of stress of anticipation of trauma is enormous. And, you know, I think that when you are in an experience like that, whether it's a concentration camp or surviving a war or, you know, like Tunde has talked a lot about losing family members under the most difficult of circumstances that when you live under circumstances where you could be killed at any moment, your family members could be killed at any moment, the stress of that, it releases cortisol, it it releases all kinds of stuff in your body that makes it also more difficult to kind of uh, handle the stress because our body releases all of this stuff. It's like fight or flight. And it's harder to be in our logical minds when we our minds are going to that primitive survival state. Okay, so if I'm hearing you correctly, it's not about accepting every circumstance you're in. It's about paying attention to those things that you cannot change and not fighting against them once you've identified them. Yeah, look, I'm a big, a big fan of the serenity prayer. And if you know the serenity prayer from AA, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I have like a, a little stone by my bed with that engraved on it. I have a sign in my office. I, I have, I give them to my children. Like I just, to me, it's as someone who's a bit of a control freak naturally, that to me, it, it's been a very important concept to assimilate. Okay, I can't control everything, but what I can control is my level of acceptance and while also working to change the things that I can change and really recognizing what I can't change. Awesome. Great advice, as always. Absolutely. So uh, until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on my social media at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on Mann. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, the works. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So you did your first uh, boot camp. I did my first bike boot camp Sorry, today. Sorry, bike boot camp. Yes. My apologies. Because I've done the tread boot yes, camps. Thank you. Yes, of course you, you have. Uh, and uh, you know what? It was great. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect because I don't have the, the brand new Bike Plus yet. It is on its way. Right. And I loved it, though. Jess Sims is just as amazing on the bike as she is on the tread. What a delightful coach that she is. And... Funny enough, I actually did my floor portion on my tread. 
<laughs> I did uh, I did a body weight workout So it was pretty easy to do It was like I was doing dead bugs And push ups and lunges So a lot of it I did on the tread And then some of it I did right in front of the tread Because it's sitting right next to it Okay. Once I get my new bike I'll just flip the screen around But it was really easy to do You can hear everything that's going on right. uh, The shoe transitions were very simple You just slide your shoes off You can do the workouts barefoot if you want Or you know with socks on right. You don't have to put a new pair of tennis shoes on But they give you time to do it plenty of time um so if you know for anybody out there who doesn't have a bike plus and you're not sure if you should try it this is great especially the body weight ones everybody needs strength in their life this is a great way to do it it's integrated and i love how smoothly it felt the how smooth the transitions were and i really loved how the exercises on the floor the body weight it worked with the exercises on the bike in that we do a lot of forward movement when it's on the bike, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of lateral movement on the floor. So those two different planes of motion, they complement each other very well because when you move, you're moving forward, you know, but we we tend to need to move laterally as well. You might need to pick up a laundry basket. You might go across. Yeah, your, totally. And we don't exercise in that way as yeah. much as we should. So the exercises complement that very oh, well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, people probably do a lot of back damage. Exactly Because when you're constantly on the bike And you're always in that forward motion You're putting a lot of stress on your low back Or when you're not using the lateral stuff You go to reach for something Thinking it's super easy And you're like Ah Yeah yeah, Exactly Awesome It was great Peloton in the news So Yahoo Finance Is uh, Had an interesting Article about John Foley and his big 15 year goal. Yes, uh, he calls it a BHAG. For those of you in business, you are probably familiar with that. A big, hairy, audacious goal. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, their BHAG is to have 100 million users in 15 years. And uh, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. Do you, I mean, that's like what? That's like a quarter of the country. It, it is. But if you look at the growth now, they didn't say it was going to be America. And okay, they have fair. they have growth plans to go into all. I don't know how many countries, but sure. they are definitely talking more global expansion. So um, I definitely think it's possible. No, um, that's a very fair point. In my head, I w- I was just thinking America because that's how Americans are. And uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, when you when you uh, expand that globally, uh, yeah, I think that I that sounds a lot more achievable. Yeah, and fifteen years is not a small piece Ab- of time. Absolutely. I did want to mention that new uh, calibration dropped this week. So you now you have the ability because of Bike Plus, you can now reset your PRs. Um, and so there was a a little write up I did on the clipout.com so you can go over there and see it. But it's great and super, super easy to do if you haven't figured it out. I did a little video for you. But being able to set your PRs is important because prior to the Bike Plus, any bike that you took a class on could be different. Sure. And uh, so like whenever I did my 400th ride in Chicago, I blew my PR out of the water. But I didn't want to delete the class because I, I it was my 400th ride. Right. So uh, I've never been able to get that back. Now I'll be able to reset it without deleting that class. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Glad they finally did it. And that's a good uh, thing to point out because I know a lot of people were confused about why that mattered. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pivoting real quick to the world of tonal. They introduced a leaderboard this week. Ooh, it has been a big week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they introduced a leaderboard. And so it measures the best metric for tonal that you could possibly measure, which is how much time you spent on the tonal. It, okay. do- it doesn't matter how many pounds you've lifted right. or what your strength score is. 
it's how much time. And uh, so I think the last time I looked, there were like 1,600 people that had registered their leaderboard names, and I am solidly in the middle. Uh, started <laughs> off toward the top half, and I'm falling quickly, but that's okay. You should have screenshotted that when you had the chance. I should have. I should have. Uh, it's really cool, though. Um, and so if you haven't done it yet, uh, this is the great time, because you can go over and register your leaderboard name. Everybody's getting their OGs from the Peloton world. Yeah. I love it. I found everybody has their same leaderboard name as over on Peloton, so it's like taking all of my worlds and bringing them together in a happy place. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's a great way for strength training, right? It like, is. Yeah. It is. Uh, I love that recognition that like I've worked out. I've already worked out strength training wise eight hours this month. And so we're halfway through the month. That's a lot of strength time. And I love that I can get that feedback because over on Peloton, since I've been doing tonal, I don't I don't get to see a marriage of both workouts in one place. So I can't make the dots like everybody else does unless I do a Peloton class and a tonal class every day. So being able to see, hey, you've worked out eight hours this month already. Yeah, that's pretty dang awesome. That's all. That is awesome. And uh, tonal, it's the smart at home gym that replaces every machine in the weight room and has personal training programs built right in. It looks like a TV on your wall and it can do up to 200 Pounds of resistance. You can try Tonal 30 days risk free. Visit www.tonal.com for $100 off smart accessories when you use promo code THECLIPOUT at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code THECLIPOUT. Tonal, be your strongest. So I love going to the Hallmark store. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but I love going to the Hallmark store to look for all the weird cards they have like if you go to like one of the big hallmark stores yeah stores, yeah they have like weird is maybe harsh but like they just have things s- that you wouldn't normally right, think like you of. go to the you go to walgreens you get like birthday anniversary graduations and like if your it's standard season, right but if you go to like the, oh, the big hallmark store it'll be like congratulations on your congressional medal of honor right yeah. they've got really just like what Somebody Unique a, niche right niche and so uh <laughs> so that raises the question do they make a card that says congratulations on becoming a billionaire? I think that's too niche. You think that's too niche? I do. Okay. But I kind of want to send one to John Foley. <laughs> How amazing is that? That he is officially a billionaire. Not a millionaire. A billionaire. I that's it's out of my I, I can't wrap my head around that. And also he became that. And I don't know if he it got taken away in the same day because the yeah, I was dropped. I was wondering that, too, because like he kind of he kind of ticked over into that. And then and then, you know, stocks fluctuate. And so right. Like, did he like, oh, and now I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. But even if he isn't for one brief shining moment, he was. He was a billionaire longer than I'll ever be a billionaire. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. (laughs) And that's also going to be a difficult thing for like you've like that's a hard thing to like be vocally excited about. Yeah, people are like, especially right now. You don't get to like it's douchey to like. Go around high-fiving people because you became a billionaire. You don't get to celebrate that because you get to celebrate it by having a billion dollars. Absolutely. (laughs) And and you know what? He would be the first one to say it's not even an appropriate time to celebrate that. And so I know that he will not publicly celebrate it. But we will celebrate you, John. We will acknowledge it. We are happy for you. Congratulations. So we know that Peloton is going to be having refurbished bikes for sale. Yep. 
But now there's talk of like will you be able to rent them Yeah this came up in one of his uh, interviews this week uh, Like what what about maybe being able to rent it And he, he did not say like oh there's this official thing we're working on Sure But he sure was very open to the idea And like oh yeah we've talked about it Whatever it takes to get more bikes in the hands of more people We're gonna do well, People might only want a bike for two or three months at a time Yeah well, hasn't he mentioned in the past the idea of like you just pay a monthly fee and then you get the bike and then whenever there's a new bike, you just get another one. He just, has. He yeah. has. And I think we're definitely headed in that direction. I think you're seeing the very first iteration of that with this this buyback program that they're right. doing. But yes, this would be even different. This would be like you could use this if you were going to be in a city and maybe for a long work assignment, you could just yeah. rent a bike and still have your bike and not have to worry about moving it across country. Totally. If you were staying in a place like that, like a place that's far from home for an extended period of time. So right. very cool. Fascinating. Absolutely. So we and we were talking uh, previously about John Foley becoming a billionaire. So the opposite of that would be Flywheel. I don't think they have a card for this either. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Uh, Flywheel filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, I mean, I know we've given Flywheel a lot of crap and deservedly. But this was sad. This is sad to see. You know, it's the end of an era. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of some of our instructors at Peloton came from Flywheel. Sure. So it's a sad moment to see it officially end. So is that what this means? Are they they're closing? They're yeah. closing. So yeah. like, because sometimes you can file for Absolutely. bankruptcy and it's a reorganization type of thing. So this isn't one of those. This the, is the article I read said that like they were closing shop. So that that's why I didn't I didn't read the entire article. So I may have missed something just to be very clear. But yeah. but the very first paragraph was like they're closing shops. So gotcha. That was so. And if you way. want to fact check us, then that link will be in your show notes, uh, which you can sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com. Absolutely. Rumor has it that there's going to be a fall line dropping soon. Yeah. So I got a little more information about this. And obviously, by the time that this airs, it will already be out. But here's the deal. The fall line on September 3rd sold so fast that a lot of it didn't make it to showrooms or it made it to showrooms, but in very limited quantities. So they're going to do a special drop that is going to go to some showrooms. Okay. Sounds like it will not be online. Um, and okay. it will, but, but if you have a showroom locally and you missed out, now is your chance. So check with your local showroom. If you missed out, there might be some good fall sales to get. It, it won't be on sale. Let me let me right. re, let me rephrase that. Sales of fall items. There you go. Thank there we you. Go. <laughs> Peloton birthdays. Got a couple of Peloton birthdays this week. I love it. We've got uh, Anna Greenberg on September 18th, which is the day that this airs. And then okay. we have Robin Arzan, who, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the program, is having her first child. So what a special birthday she is having. Yeah, and she is on September 20th. Yes, oh. Sunday. So, so any other Peloton birthdays this week? Hmm. You know what? There is one. Who would that be? Oh, there's this guy that lives down the. Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, yours is on September 24th. Yeah, so before our next episode comes out, just the day before. But yeah, so I, I, and it's a big one, guys. Yes, he's turning 50. Yeah, so send him lots of love on September 24th. I'll remind you. There's guys, no don't need worry. to do that. No, you but, should send him lots of yeah. love. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, 50. Whoa. Oh. I'm okay with it because I'm not yet. 
Y'all are getting there. I'm- if you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO At checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Oh Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Zoom Tube, if you're in the clip out page or group, you've probably <laughs> seen his posts a time or two. Uh, Eric Goodman, is that how it's pronounced? Goodman? It's, it's, it's Goodman. No, no, that's right. You got it right. Well, we need to start a GoFundMe so you can buy some umlauts. Yes. <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy your posts very much, Eric. Thanks, thanks. I I, <laughs> I love an audience. So uh, my my family, I know the yeah, my family and colleagues get sick of my like attempt at humor. So it's nice <laughs> to be able to expand out to you know to the greater world. <laughs> yeah. It's your time to shine. Well, you know how I always start this because I know you listen. So how did you originally find Peloton? Well, I didn't expect that question at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk to my publicist. You can hang out hard. I was Um, going to say, technically, I think you always start it with with one of us mispronouncing a name. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So, you know, I've had the bike for two years and I think, you know, I'd heard about Peloton, you know, saw the, some commercials probably saw something on Facebook, but you know, honestly, I wasn't spinning. Wasn't something I was all that interested in. I always kind of been more of a runner, but you know, two of my favorite things, health and technology. So I definitely was interested, but you know, cost was sort of prohibitive. And then I remember it was two years ago and I was looking and I saw the, advertisement i think it was they were offering the zero percent and you know three years and i was like oh i think they got me <laughs> you got me yeah um and you know and i was a little bit nervous about it. i was like i really hadn't done spinning classes before but i said you know what i'll give it a try and i'm all in you know so. you're hooked okay so how long ago you said you two two years for the bike yeah and then it was what a little over a year that you got the tread right so i remember ordering the bike in august and then i think that was around then i started reading and i think they had 
trying to remember if they had announced the tread at that point or you had pre-ordered and so then i was like ooh. so i started thinking looking <laughs> at that and said boy i really you know i running is my first thing love and we already had a tread so i started looking at that and i said well you know i'll you know, it looked like it was going to be a while before they were shipped out anyway. So I said, oh, I'll go ahead and, and make the order. And um, so I got the original tread was delivered. I want to say it was December and then but it was dead on arrival. So then um, I had to wait and get that some them to come back and pick that up and give me a new one. And so I think it was ended up being February 20. It would be 19 and all the dates 2019, I guess. So, yeah. So I had it, you know, about a year and a half. So did they throw in anything when the first one didn't work? Did it give you a boutique credit or a hat or something? Yeah, I I think they (laughs) I think they actually gave me a few free months. And then I think I want to say they at least discounted the delivery fee. Um, oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's they did good. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did. Good. You know, they yeah. did. And, you know, it was and it wasn't too difficult to get. It was just, you know, timing wise. And I live in rural New Hampshire. So XPO, you know, and they don't come out there that often. So it's like they only come to my area maybe once a month or so. So it's like, you know, the wait time for that, too. But it's like and, the Wells um, Fargo wagon in the yeah, music, man. Yeah. But, you know, as much as you like, right, as much as you're like stressed about it at the time and you know it's first world problems it's like once you get it it, you know all that's way behind you you know like months later you like all the frustration you know is is well in the past it just magically dissipates because the product is so amazing anyone who's listened to the our episodes leading up to you getting your tread (laughs) will remember that you were very on edge about where's my tread yeah right right. yeah Yeah. So I'm curious, you you bought the bike, but you prefer running and you get the tread and presumably you love it. And so Mm -hmm. my question is, if you had uh, stumbled upon Peloton when there was a bike and a tread, do you think you would have ever even bought a bike? Yeah, I've I've actually thought about that and maybe not. I don't know. I think I definitely treads my first love. And it's interesting. I'm fairly equal in runs and, and rides now. But, you know, I did get the bike first, but um, I don't know. It would be interesting to see if I had the tread first, would I have gotten in the bike? My guess is probably because just because I love the whole community and I'd be I, it's that fear of missing out. So it just like right now, like I think, oh, I would probably wouldn't want to get a rower, you know, <laughs> but I'm sure if one showed up. You know, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd be hearing all, everybody talk about the rower, and I'd be like, all right. So, yeah, we were just having that conversation yeah. this morning. Tom yeah. was like, uh, we were talking about if there is this mythical premium bike. You know, Tom was like, are you going to want it? And I was no, like, no, that's not how that conversation went at all. <laughs> I yeah. let me I got to I'm sorry I'm completely throwing the bullshit flag. That is not how that conversation went. She she was like, "I don't know if I'll get it or not." And I was like, "Of course you're going to get it." Yeah. Like, "Who are you? Mm-hmm. And why are you pretending yeah. for one moment that you're not getting the new mm-hmm. bike whenever that day comes?" Well, yeah. you never know. No, I totally know. I 100% know. Whatever mm-hmm. the opposite of never is, I always know that you would want the the new bike. So like back you to might, Eric. You this might is, pass on a Eric. roller. 
you know, you're you basically a- talking about me anyway. So, like, yeah. this is me. You know, so. <laughs> Well, speaking of, speaking of, yeah. I remember when you posted that you won the tread. You like had somebody send you a fake contact, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. I won the tread. You told your wife you won. Is this real? Like, did, was no. this played for? Oh, wait. And, and, if, yeah. and if it is real, <laughs> do we need to edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I take a lot of artistic license with my Facebook posts. So, like the, you know, some of the things I put on there aren't true necessarily. So when I it was just one of my funny posts. So when I decided to, you know, get the treadmill, I um I just I put a post and I it saying, um, guys, you know, if you could do me a favor and my wife really doesn't come on here, but just in case she does. Could you say that or, you know, back me up that I won the treadmill that that I'm not telling her how much she does. And if she does find out, I'm going to be sleeping on that thing. And that was a complete joke, you know, and I, of course, I, in real life, I did tell her and all this, but this was just, you know, just, I was looking for my laughs. Um, so, and it was fun post, you know, and I got, you know, a lot of people, you know, commented and it was fun. And then all of a sudden it was maybe a, a few days later, I'm getting notifications that, you know, I was tagged in another post and I finally go over there and look and there's like a thousand comments on this post. <laughs> and it was one of my um, Peloton friends, Christy, had actually made a post that said, congratulations, Sarah Goodman, for winning the a treadmill. And of course, all these people were commenting and thinking it was a real thing. And they're like, what? I didn't even know there was a contest. This isn't fair. And then, you know, something like that. And then even within it, you know, I would say, you know, we said, no, this isn't true. And then people still kept commenting and thinking it was true. Because no one so, reads the comments. Yeah. When you get that many comments, yeah. then no one reads them. Right, right. That's what I'm just yeah. like, you give up. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. So that was, that was funny. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was funny because like my original post, you know, had like a lot of comments and stuff, but then this one was like through the roof. So, um, yeah. So, and people still mention that sometimes. And I'm sure there's still some people out there that think I really did win it or I really didn't tell my, or I, or I did tell my wife that I won it in a contest. Like, well, it was, I remember it was a very entertaining post yeah. because you also posted yourself sleeping on the tread. Like, yes, it was, yes. it was very funny. Yeah, it was very yeah, funny. Yeah. With my teddy bear. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I, um, and you know, it was interesting with my post. So one thing I never mentioned before is was my post. I did get a, like a DM from somebody and said, you really need to tell your wife, you know, you can't be, you know, keeping <laughs> secrets from her. And I was, <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for the marital advice. This is all just choke, a joke and kidding. So, yeah. And then you find out it's some guy she works with. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. 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 what does that mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, so I know that you are the creator of the Run and Ride group. Mm. What what inspired you to create that group? Um, well, you know, I guess at the time it was so, you know, already as we've talked, you know, you guys have discussed tons of times before how, you know, what the OPP is like. And um, so I'd already started migrating into these smaller groups. 
And, um, you know, that's when the tread came out. And I said, you know what, there really isn't a group dedicated to having both and figuring out how to balance that. And I even was thinking, how am I going to balance both of these? So um, I saw you know, a little niche there and thought it would be fun to start a group. So I did. And it started sort of slowly. And I think, you know, for a while there, we had got up to like 200 members. And honestly, at one point, I was thinking, you know, is it really worth it to keep this going? And then all of a sudden, it just, you know, um, you know, it took off. And now we're I think we're approaching like 2,500 members. Um, nice. It's not we're not it's not super active. You know, we may get a post or two a day. They don't have and, time, man. They're yeah, running exactly. and writing. Right. Like, exactly. Yes. What do you want from them? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny because it's, you know, the what it was really for was, you know, to people that had both the bike and the tread and to balance it out. And then I, you know, would get people that were digital and I said, oh, yeah, that's fine. Obviously, you know, come on in. And sometimes they'll get requests and, you know, in part of the questions to ask, do you have the bike or the tread or both? I get a ton of, no, just the bike. And I'm like, well, why are you interested? But I think people are just looking for, you know, another small group that's positive, right. you know, and that's it. We're all about, you know, keeping things positive. So it's just. Um, Maybe they're contemplating they're getting a tread. Yeah. Maybe they're contemplating. Get, and, they're, and they're just trying to see, like, do people, will I use them both? Like, yeah. what systems yep. do people have? Yeah, I know? think there's a whole, there's, you know, a mixture. I've never really restricted. I said, as long as they're connected you know to peloton and you come on in and you know it's fun sometimes i i'm a um a peloton group slut i like blog to like <laughs> so many and sometimes like i'll post in these other groups and then i'll say shoot you didn't even post in your own group you know and i have to remember <laughs> but yeah i belong to you know obviously the main group the swexies group the i'm in a type 1 diabetes group I'm in Black Girl Magic Group. I don't know. I know that Crystal, they didn't let you in, but I'm in that you are, one. You are not in the Black Girl Magic oh, Group. Oh, yes. Yep. You Absolutely. are not. I'm in the <laughs> That's where you want his tread from. Yeah. 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 I'm in the pre pregnant lawyer group. There's so many groups, you know. Yep. You didn't mention the clip out. I'm going to. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that goes without saying. No, yeah. you're not now. Well, I, I've been, yes, I've been banned and, Going you know, my computer. Like, right I, I think I had the record for most times banned from that group. <laughs> but I keep showing back up. Well, if you were banned and unbanned, then right. that would be a record because mm -hmm. yes. that's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> we only ban the troublemakers. Yeah. <laughs> no, we let one back that's... in because I banned them by accident. That's true. Oh. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Don't walk in Facebook at the same yeah. time. <laughs> um, so what do you think it is about Peloton that you that makes you love it so much? Because I feel like you're one of the people that mm. is like me. You yeah. love it, love it. Like yeah. you love everything about it. You want to marry Peloton. You yes. do. Yes. And then tell it you want to tread. <laughs> 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 I I've uh, actually posted that I said you know these Peloton instructors keep getting married and I'm like I'm losing out uh, you know I said I'm losing my out of my chance to marry an actual Peloton instructor you know Except the fact that, fact that is, and the fact that I'm already married, married is a problem yeah too. So, <laughs> I frown upon that yes right um, are you gonna so, tell her you want a bride too <laughs> but, <laughs> say that again. 
What's I that? said, are you going to tell her you won a bride? Too? <laughs> yeah, right. I said, honey, you know, Peloton says we this person has to live here now. Or we have to move here. <laughs> um, so what do I love about it? It's, um, I mean, definitely, I think the community is a huge part of it. And it's fascinating with Peloton. And I think we, you guys have talked about this in the past. Like when I go to the gym and I would run on a treadmill and somebody would get on the treadmill next to me when there were others open like several, I'd be like, what the heck are you doing next to me? You know, like I would yeah, say that, but I'd totally. be thinking that. And they need to apply urinal etiquette. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and you don't look down. Um, right. And then, um, and I'm actually not a big fan of like taking a class, like, you know, was a somebody up front, but there's something about, you know, being, so I'm, I'm alone, but I'm with people and I like, you know, to see the, you know, and see the leaderboard and I'll be a hundred percent honest here is I'm not the best at following what the instructors say, you know, like, you know, they say, do it. I, um, I don't always do that, but I love that they're there and I love to hear them and I love to hear their stories and all that. But, you know, I'm not so much like, okay, you know, if they say increase resistance by this, sometimes I, I often I'm doing my own thing and, um, even further, I probably shouldn't say this, but like I'll I'll do things like I'll watch the clip out podcast on YouTube while I'm doing <laughs> it. No, I do do a lot of multitasking though, so I you know have to like you know watch things and all that. But yeah, I love but, the community. You know, obviously the Facebook groups, and I love the I do love the metrics as far as you know. Like right now, I'm on I'm approaching my 850th run, and I would have no idea of how many runs I've been doing, you know, in the other way. And that, and those, that, that does keep me motivated. And so, and I, you know, and the instructors are all great and, you know, it's a great company and I think they stand for the right thing. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're very similar in the things yeah. we really love yeah. about Peloton. And, and you were saying that you multitask. Including me. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, I'm you are still our wait, adopted community I'm member. I'm still waiting Tom. for my Tom sweatshirt. My Tom used hoodie. <laughs> Keep waiting. Yeah. <laughs> he won't part with any of his hoodies. No, it's not going to happen. Right. No, like there's. You, you I wanna, think you're just someday, driving up the price here. Someday, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in the closet. And I'm going to show everybody how many hoodies you have. Okay. How many hoodies and how many shoes match your hoodies? Well, I I can't. I'm very uh, fashion forward. <laughs> It's really funny. I'm a bit of a fashion plate <laughs> when it comes to hoodies and t-shoes, t-shoes, t-shirts. <laughs> you are. It's yeah. very funny. And you were mentioning that you multitask like when you're you're on the bike or on the tread. But the yeah. thing is, is that you're a really busy person. I mean, you have a full time job. You have a demanding job. You're a physician. Right. So um, uh, yeah, pediatric nurse practitioner. I don't. OK, say, well, yeah, I mean, a nurse say, practitioner I mean, is like. Thing, so I just. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. this much different yeah. from a yeah. doctor. Yeah. Uh, the nurse practitioner's. At least I usually mm-hmm. go to nurse practitioners because you can actually get in to see them quicker and they do the same thing. So and they, they're, they're not dead on the inside. Yeah, they right. still care. We, we, we actually. Yeah, we care. No, I should. I hope my colleagues don't. My pediatrician colleagues don't watch this. So I actually once told them, I said, you guys are so good. You're like nurse practitioners. You know, because you know, they're, they're talking about somebody's failings and, you know, and I was like, oh, my goodness, you guys aren't like doctors. And so, you made them yeah. up their game. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
but how do you find time for everything? Because because I know that you you also use your tonal because you now mm-hmm. have tonal, and you you did other workouts besides just Peloton before. Yeah. So like, and, how are? And we should point out a tonal that you also did not win. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but my wife thinks I did. <laughs> but does she? Shh, don't tell her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honey, don't watch. I'm just kidding. Don't we'll, watch this. We'll send um, you a, a separate version of this with all the things your wife doesn't yes, even know yes. edited out <laughs> yes, for a small perfect, fee. Perfect. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm certainly not an organized person, and I'm, and I'm a procrastinator. So I don't know. How do I balance it? That one is I'm very lucky. I don't need a lot of sleep. So that's something okay. I, I, you know, I, I do well on like four or five hours a night. So I can get up pretty no early way. in the morning, get my, that would get be a, great. you know, workout in before. I don't know. God, I, 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 ignore I, all, do that. I ignore all other responsibilities. I'm a slob. I don't clean. I don't cook. You know, I'm, <laughs> I only have one kid and he's in college now. That'd probably Congrats. be my number one recommendation to, is only have one kid. You know, to, if you want to have, you know, have um, a good, you know, be able to do your fitness stuff. You know, I, I'm amazed. You know, oddly at, enough, we oddly enough, we have three kids and yeah. we have the same recommendation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just don't well, tell them which one. No. Right, that right. Yeah. No, I'm sure. No, I, I'm amazed at some, you know, these, um, especially, you know, my, like having a full time job. And yes, it's a very busy job and there's stuff in that here on the weekend. I came into work to do some extra work today. But um, having kids. And being able to balance this is so much. And, you know, kids, as you guys know, it's 24-7. So, you know, you can't plan. I can still say, okay, I work till 6 and I get home and I can, you know, hop on and do another, you know, ride or run at home. But when you have kids, you know, there's homework, there's dinner, there's all that. So so definitely have me. I'd recommend that for everybody. Only have one kid. (laughs) Although this is probably a bad recommendation because it hurts my job. Because I need, I was you like, know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So um, that's it. I don't know. I don't have problems procrastinating with things I want to do. You know, it's like it's the the other things that um, I put off. Like I said, I'm I'm not a. Our house can get pretty messy, you know, and and we're not big cooks. We're sort of like you know, don't spend a lot of time preparing food. We just kind of do our own thing quickly, and so yeah. Yeah. We, we do this, we do those same yeah. things too. Yeah. We really do. And we're and we're lucky. Honestly, the kids that we have in the house are great kids. Yeah. And they're older, so they're pretty self sufficient mm-hmm. unless it's like something with homework that they actually need help with. So yeah. they're they're good. But you're you're right. Having kids, especially when they're small, is hard. Mm-hmm. It is really hard work. Yeah. I am yeah. glad we are past that. Yeah. I mean Jack so, is Jack is twenty one now. So and but just you know, five, ten years ago, even when it was not little, but you know, when they were younger, you have to drive them and you know to different yeah. you know things. And they're all so that. needy. So they are kids. <laughs> I tell so them, we were. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, uh, I just say no. I always tell the um, you know receptionists whenever we hire a new receptionist, I tell them the first thing you get, you have to know is I don't like kids. So, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're like, well, why you work in a pediatrics? I'm like, because there was no positions in the bed office. So. <laughs> yeah. so we do Zoom calls every once in a while. We talk about them on the show where people can just hang out and, and chat and, and whatnot. And when we were doing one, we got a glimpse of your setup that you mm. have where all your workout stuff is. It's that's pretty sweet. 
Yeah, I'm definitely blessed. I said, I actually, my plan was originally was to do this call from there, but um, I did have to go into work. And then also my internet at home can be a little shaky. So yeah, that room, which is now a pelotonolium, um, <laughs> yeah, wasn't its original intention. You know, it was when we bought the house, as I said, we're pretty rural and we have three acres of kind of cleared out land behind it that overlooks some tr beautiful trees. And so originally it had, well, when we bought the house, it didn't have this room and we built it. We, that was one of the first things we did is we got it built on as a, you know, four seasons, all glass room. And then it had a couch and a TV and actually, and that's what it was. It was kind of our den. The, one thing is because it's a sunroom, it gets a lot of light, obviously, during the day. So the TV didn't get much use during the day because of glare and all that. Right. And then um, and then it does get super cold during the winter at night and super hot during the day, cause, you know, during the summer. So it wasn't used as much for that. But anyway, when I got the bike, I said, well, let me I'll put the bike in there and it was great because you could look out and see, you know, this beautiful scenery around. And then and then when I got the treadmill, I was like, hmm, maybe that should go in there, too. So out went the couch and and the <laughs> treadmill went in and it's like the best decision I ever made. And and now there's a tonal in there, too. So how do you mount it if it's all glass? It's I guess three quarters glass. So it's gotcha. up against there's a wall, you know, there's sort of one hat wall. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess I just figured that would be like the exterior wall of a house. Wouldn't that be well, hard to? Yeah, well, it was originally. So, but it's, you know, it's whiteboarded over and, okay, you know, there's studs in there and, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. we know is you were able to, to do it. Tonal yes, said yes. Right. Yes. I, you know, I'm like, I'm also very similar to you guys in that I don't know anything about construction <laughs> or handy stuff and, yeah. you know, it, you know. It studs. I lie. I totally lied on the tonal thing where it said like how many, like where are the studs, and you know how many inches apart are the studs, and I just made up some number. <laughs> Seventy five. Yeah, I figured they would show up knowing what to do. So yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah, tonal's not listening. Like Allie, are you listening? <laughs> Allie and Kate. <laughs> they got me. They got my money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well it is a a beautiful setup and all of your workout like videos that you do mm -hmm. and your your boomerangs they're yeah. all very picturesque yeah. oh the so time lapses are that's yes. what i love you know i'm addicted to those you know because then get the sun you know sunrise sometimes and yeah yeah it, it's very motivating and inspirational mm -hmm. so i yeah. i i get the feeling it makes you feel that way in real time which is yeah. awesome yeah you know i said i'm very 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 lucky and you know one actually just something on the side to this it was interesting because we do have it so we still do have a treadmill that my wife uses all the time a regular old treadmill because um, you won't let her use the the peloton one is that no what, she that's honestly she's just so this is where she and I are, we are, we're so alike in a lot of reasons and, and completely different in, in other ways. And she likes, when she works out, she just wants it closed in space. So we have this one down in the basement and it's in a, it's basically used to be the furnace room. It's a small room and no windows. So she uses that one. And I used to use that one. And I remember though, I would 
still want to go to the gym and run on the treadmill at the gym. And I mentioned I didn't like people working out next to me on the gym, on the treadmill, but I still like being there. And I finally figured it out when I went to a um, gym at the Cape and it had a window and the treadmill was old and, you know, really bad, um, not a very good treadmill at all, but it was up against a window and I could look out and it was like the best run ever. And that's when it finally hit me. It was like, I want this extra space. So that's what gave me the idea of putting the, um, you know, the exercise equipment in the, in the um, sunroom. But yeah, it's perfect. Cause she smart. doesn't fight me for the Peloton and she, you know, she's exercises just as much as I do. She gets up every morning. She gets up at like 4am. She's on the treadmill, um, but, but hers, she doesn't take constructive criticism. So even though I don't listen to the instructors, I'm okay with that. Uh, sometimes she would be like, don't you be telling me what to do. So, <laughs> so she's just, she, she just hasn't drank the Peloton Kool-Aid, which, you know, I'm okay with cause more, you know, I get to, we don't have to fight over things. You know, totally. I, I, I get the idea of like not liking someone using the tread right, you know, treadmill right next to you when yeah. you're at the gym. Yeah. But I had also say, you know, putting your wife in the basement seems a bit much. <laughs> she puts herself down there. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. She she she's a strong woman. I couldn't put her anywhere. That thing was which strong is, which woman is why is I code. had to lie to her about I, winning the treadmill. Because strong be... woman is code for he made her move the treadmill down there by herself. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah. So uh, what was the, uh, you said that running was your first love? So I, I'm assuming you were a big runner before you got a Peloton. I wouldn't say big runner. I would say you know if I was going to do some type of cardio, that's mainly what I would do. We also we we used to have an elliptical way back too, and I would do that. Uh, but you know I've always. Fitness has been, you know, I've definitely been way more consistent since getting the Peloton and a few years beforehand than I've been for years. But, you know, I would get into things for a little bit. And then just like any many people, things would sort of die off and slow down. But, you know, every once in a while I would do a, you know, a 5K here and there. But, you know, I like I never would have called myself a, you know, a big runner or, you know, or I just, you know, always was found always knew that fitness and exercise was important and so i always tried to do something but you know but um do you do you feel like your fitness level has increased since you have brought your your gym home yeah absolutely so i you know i just hit 51 and i would say i'm probably in the best shape of my life at this point which is just amazing to me and that's incredible it, yeah you know and i think i Obviously, a lot of it to Peloton and just the things that motivate me and, and just enjoying it, you know, and exercise used to be more definitely a chore. It was definitely something I did mainly to try to stay lean. I didn't think of it so much as trying to be healthy, like increasing my VO2 max and things like this. And now it's really helped me make that shift over to it's not just for, you know, keeping weight down, but it's for, you know, just having a heart, uh, healthier cardiovascular system. And, and the emotional health part is huge for me. You know, I've always said that exercise is one of is the most underutilized antidepressant and food is the most overused drug, you know. And so it's really helped me um, kind of live that life better. So. 
that's awesome. So yeah. what is uh what's your leaderboard name? <laughs> My leaderboard name is um I pooped today. Um <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty well. I need known. to know why you chose that. Yeah. Well, because okay. he pooped today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um so actually, put it on front and, street. Actually, Crystal, you probably actually don't know this, but you're one of the reasons why I changed my what? Le- name, leaderboard name. So originally it was T, I think it, it was supposed to be type one thrivabetic because I'm, I'm a type one diabetic. Um, right. And so, and it was that, I think for like my first 50, almost first 50 rides or so. But I remember way back, so, you know, when I st- got, the Peloton and then I discovered you guys and you guys had been about 50 episodes in and I zoomed through them all um, and I wrote a review and you read my review I forget which episode it was and I was the type 1 thrivabetic then and I remember the way you said it it was like eh, that doesn't sound very good you know <laughs> yeah. I was like no I'm never going to get a shout out and you know and I heard the you know and it was like I was like, yes, I, the, being a diabetic is so important to me and being healthy was the with that. But I was like, I'm more than that. So anyway, so that was kind of one of the things that led me to be motivated to change it. So why did I pick I Poop today? A lot of it is what I do. I, I work in pediatrics. We talk about poop all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I have this family that as soon as I walk in, the kids yell, we're all pooping and peeing, okay? Because they, they know I'm going to be asking those questions all that. And, you know, the other thing is I, I feel like one of the things that's important to me is, like, being real. Like, I think everybody poops. And sometimes, like, people are like, we don't talk about this. So I'm like, why do we not talk about things that we all do, you know? So I feel like that it kind of encompasses that. And um, I actually already had a T-shirt that said I pooped today because they're, <laughs> they're all over Amazon. You can get mugs and T-shirts and all that. So I mean, I, Celebrate I, I don't poop. own the copyright. Um, so, but yeah, it's been very popular. I get, you know, people send me. You get the best shout outs, like the best shout out. Like your shout out is not a shout out. Your shout out is a paragraph. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've had, but then on the opposite end, there's been a few that I haven't gotten, you know, Kendall most famously. And then she posted on Instagram that like somebody asked her about like three or like the three funniest you names or something like that. And she just said, well, there's one I will never say because it's like, I'm it's, I poop today. Cause it's like, I'm saying I poop today. And I was like, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking, well, that's okay. You probably did poop today. Nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> um, but Maddie, Matt, well, Maddie's giving me great ones. Matt once said like, he just said, I blank today. He wouldn't say it. And I was on that ride. I remember when that happened. Yeah. That was hilarious. He's such a goody two shoes. He yeah. had to censor the word poop. Yes. He did. Yeah. It's like, he I did. Like he, it's, it's not even was the word shit. There was poop. Everybody can say it. Right. Um, <laughs> but Andy, um, the best one I ever got was Andy Spears on the run. And it was what was so great about it is the muse, the song going on at the time was I will be your hero or something, you know, the Iglesias <laughs> song. And um, so he starts talking about, oh, there's somebody that is on the ride run. And this is his maybe 450th run. And he's so consistent on the treadmill, but he's so consistent in his pooping. 
And, <laughs> and he just went on. And it was, it was, it was, it was like a three minute talk. And it was, I, you are my hero in the background or so. And then, um, so that was great. That's still my all, all time favorite. Um, oh, that's if anyone's awesome. looking that's for awesome. that one, you can find it because he was wearing glasses in during oh. the he had forgot his contact. So it's like a famous one. They called the Clark Kent run. The Clark, the Clark Kent slash I poop awesome. today run. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was one of the best decisions I made was changing. You know, were you, were you upset that his were you upset that his glasses upstaged your poop shout out? I don't know. I think. My poop shout out outstaged his glasses. Okay, I'm but they so call it the Clark Kent run. Yeah. They don't call it the poop run. Well, they you know depends it's on both. who you talk to. But yeah. oh, I see. But, yeah, yeah. So it's very polarizing. I wasn't yeah, expecting right. it to. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like yeah. It's just it's almost like Democrat Republican thing. Yeah, it's, it's very know. divisive times. Yes, yes. For poop versus glasses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Andy oh himself would call it the I poop today run though. <laughs> so. We'll we, reach out for a quote. Yeah, yeah, yes. we're gonna we're gonna have to reach out to Andy and ask him. Yeah. Well, so, um, you mentioned that you know you're being a, a diabetic is important to you, and I know that you have the same device that Robin Arzan wears. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have anything that you want to share about that? Sure. I mean, I think it's and it's funny because I think you've had already maybe three or four guests with type one diabetes. So obviously fitness is such an important part of um, managing, you know, diabetes. So there's definitely challenges, um, you know, your blood sugar. What's interesting is when you exercise a lot to keep your blood sugars lower, but sometimes if it's too low, you can't exercise because you'll get too low. So there's sometimes, um, you know, I'm ready to work out in the morning and my blood sugar is normal or seven and you have to eat or drink something to be able to participate. But I mean, I think it's just very important. And I have a lot of patients, you know, you type one diabetes is the kind that typically you develop as a child. So um, I have a lot of kids that are patients that have diabetes. And I, it's very important for me to kind of model that behavior that you can keep staying active, you can do everything somebody that doesn't have diabetes has you just have to take some extra uh, it just takes extra work but super important you know it is one thing when i was i think i was around 30 i actually got denied for life insurance and i know you guys were talking about you know my health here now that i'm probably the best shape now or fitness level now than i was about 30 yeah i was denied just on the basis of having diabetes and that was kind of a wake-up call too it was saying and yeah. i know it's just based on numbers and it's nothing personal but that was one thing it sort of motivated me back then i was like okay well i'm gonna show them you know and they're betting against me but i'm gonna show them that they were wrong in at least my case so i didn't that's... even know that they could deny life yeah, insurance for yeah. something like well, that it's, you know it just looks at numbers but, you know, my, the so the joke, I always say, the ironic thing is because of that, because I was denied for life insurance, that's why I'm still alive, because otherwise my wife would have fed me like a cyanide sandwich like years ago. <laughs> so, you know, so then she's not going to make any money off it. So she just yeah. keeps me around, you know. What a blessing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but if I keep Maybe buying she... $4,000 treadmills, that might change. Like, maybe she'd let you live if you wouldn't relegate her tread to the basement. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she's. Per- I, I should. I wish I could have her here. I should have. I should have done. Yeah, this at she'd home. probably be like, 
Oh no 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 I relegated his tread To the sunroom Yes Yeah Because if it's hotter In there I bet I bet sometimes That's not No she That's She said I don't get it She just Doesn't Like she just likes That enclosed space It's you know Yeah Yeah Well everybody has Different things Everybody has their differences So yeah So again It's it's great for me Do you have any advice For uh, people just Getting a Peloton Whether it's a bike Or a tread Oh my god! Another question I wasn't prepared for. Um, oh my god! Read the um, notes next time. I know. I've never. Heard, you've never easy. asked anybody else that question. I know, um, right? It's yeah. We've so, been saving it for this moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's the same. You know, the same people have mentioned is finding your tribe, finding your groups. Don't sweat out that leaderboard. You know, and and people are just so. Should I be doing this? What should my you know what should my output be? And and it still amazes me because I forget this. I hear people so afraid of taking a live ride, and I have never seen a herd instructor really call out somebody during a live ride that's saying, you know, you need to go harder or you need to, I don't think they're paying attention. And I certainly don't care what anybody else is doing. And so, you know, just get in there and do your thing and sweat and have fun. And there's no should in it, you know. It's just, I agree. Yeah. But um, You know, the irony yeah. is that if you happen to be at the bottom of the leaderboard, you're actually making people feel good. Yeah. That's true. They're ahead yeah, of you. That's true. Right? Like, so. Yeah. I'm definitely there on the bike. I, you know, I'm, Me you know, too. even after having two years, I, you know, I'm still well down. I, I have this little belief that maybe my bike is under calibrated, but I don't want to prove that wrong. So I'm just going to keep believing that. Like, I just feel like, cause I see other people and they, you know, they're like, wow, that I'm like, I could never do that resistance. So, well, have um, you, have you uh, taken rides in the studio? I have. I only did the tread when during the um, HRI. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, okay. It, but I did do. I used one, but actually at HRI in the um, hotel, I did. Yeah. And I did feel like it was easier, but um, I think I went a little lighter than I usually did anyway. So, but um, yeah. But I'm just gonna, like I said, I don't want to disprove this. I'm just gonna so because then that might make me a little sad. So I'm just gonna like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm very good at denial. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like asking good. your wife about her exes. You're just like, maybe I don't need to know. Well, she doesn't have any. She doesn't have any exes. I'm her first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us. Before we go, normally I ask where people can be found on social media if they would like to be found. I feel fairly confident you would like to be found. So where can people do that? (laughs) Let's see. So, you know, definitely Facebook. Just my name, Eric Goodman. One thing I'd say is send if somebody I'll like accept anybody. Yeah, you said I'm all in. I'm an open book. But the one thing I would say is somebody sends me a request, just maybe send a message or something saying, oh, I know you from Peloton or so because Sometimes I get, you know, you get ones that you're like, who who the heck is that? Yeah. Um, Why yeah. is this person? Yeah. yeah. Instagram, I poop today wasn't available. So I am fitness period and period funny. So okay. my two favorite things. And yeah, I would love more followers and I'll follow you back and you'll see lots of Pelton and now Tono stuff <laughs> and occasional funny stuff so, you should have went with i pooped yesterday yeah that that probably was available i should yeah. look at that 
Or, or will, if you're hopeful, I poop tomorrow. I poop tomorrow. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. Well, my Instagram name may be changing then. <laughs> as, as Tom says, watch this space. <laughs> oh, you crack me up. I love that you actually listen. You you are probably the one person that quotes the most stuff back to us oh. that we say. Well, it's so yeah. funny. That's just how my brain works, too. I remember, you know. So now um, what will you do when this episode airs? Yeah, you and you'll quote be back? quoting yourself back yes, to yourself. Yes, meta. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. You, you too. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. So I guess that brings this one to a close. Normally, I would ask who you have in store next week. I was like, you better not ask. You better know. But I already know. <laughs> it's Andrea Barber, a.k.a. Kimmy Gibbler from Full House. Very excited. So that's what people have to look forward to next week. Until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike and the tread. And now the tonal at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Wherever you're getting your podcasts from, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, swing on by our YouTube channel at YouTube dot com slash the clip out so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running Clip in, set yourself